0: Bye. Mm-hmm. to uh queer alien blast episode 28 this is our first um recap episode of season three um we just had the premiere and we're gonna start trying to do these as, as close to the air date as possible it may be behind for a couple weeks but um we're gonna get right on track with talking about the premiere which we've waited 18 years for so it's about time that it was here um i think unfortunately we have to start with max I think he was mo- the majority of the episode. I actually enjoyed him. I actually enjoyed what, how, I don't know, that sort of heartbroken, you know, man-tier kind of max. He does it well, at the very least, um, even if he himself is very annoying. Um, it was kind of sad, him listening to the phone call of Liz or the recording of Liz. <laughs>
1: Sarah's
0: I just, face uh, is like, okay.
2: <laughs> I mean he was, uh, he was tolerable in this episode. I will give him that. And I know we're going to get into it later in the episode, but I just, I really am not interested in reliving this storyline with Max that we had last season. I, or, you know, I'm just not, I'm not interested in reliving Max is dying. Max is sick. Yeah. Ma- you know,
0: I'm not, I, just, I don't care why we have to do this again. Like why we have to do, you're right. I mean, it's the exact, uh, unless, I mean, unless there's, I'm sure there's like twists or something coming, but they're setting it up for it to be the exact same story. Needs a heart. <laughs> we'll finally get another one. Like I, it's just, it's, I, I'm not understanding what the point is, was of last season. Then, if, if this is what we're going to do, like. What has gotten into you? I
2: can feel it too. What are you keeping from us? Did, did something happen?
1: When Jones touched you before we threw him in the pod? No, it's not. It's not that. Well, it's something. And if you don't come clean, I think Iz should get inside his head, play another round of truth to get to the heart of the matter. (laughs) The heart is What's the matter? No. No.
2: You're better. Valenti did a transplant. It's better. Yeah.
1: And my body's rejecting it. My time is almost up. I'm dying.
0: Yeah, Why exactly.
1: Not? Um I also think I say this every time, but um just like the show depends so much on the audience caring about Max and you know being emotionally invested in him and what's going on with him and his emotions and all of this and obviously Echo and all of that but I just I don't care like as long as he's not like when he's not connected to Liz or his siblings I really just don't care like if it's Max for Max's sake I I literally don't care and yeah, it's just the same all over again. Like I, I would think like my theory is that they would find a way to give him Jones's heart since apparently clones or related in some way. I don't know. And that would be that. But I have no idea. Like that would be just last season's all over again. And well, and
0: it felt like season, the episode one just sort of undid all of season two, kind of like, it's right, not really yeah. undid, but You can tell it was just like, and now that's all done. Like, Literally writing some characters out by not even showing them, just by bringing it up and then they'll never be brought up again. So I, I don't know if this is like a redo of season two. You know what I mean? Like having to retrace their steps and, and redo some of the, the direction of the show. I don't know, but I do know that I am, want to see more of Mr. Jones. Like I'd rather see mm-hmm. evil Max than, than Max.
2: Well, and especially if-, if we move past the kind of like howdy partner stick at the right. end of season two, I think it could be a compelling storyline with, you know, this familiar face as the bad guy, you know, because despite our negative feelings towards Max, the characters for the most part don't have negative feelings towards Max. And so kind of having that, that conflict with a bad guy who looks just like this person that they care about, I think could be really interesting. I do think that Mick is right. And it's going to end up where he dies to give Max his heart or whatever, which is there's nothing wrong with being able to predict storylines. Like, you should be able. A good writer will give you these clues to kind of figure out where stuff is going. Um, but, but like we've said, it's just it's it's just completely revisiting something that we've already done with Max. Like when he wakes up from heart surgery and has amnesia, I'm just gonna throw my my hands in the air and walk away, like. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So that's
0: why I'm wondering, like, if there's like some sort of twist, something that makes it different than last season, there's gotta be. I mean, we can't, it can't just be that all over again. So that's what I'm hoping we're just missing.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna say now, I'm usually with this type of shows um that usually rely on some type of twist. I'm always wrong. Like my theories at the beginning of the season are always wrong. I had this for six seasons without a getaway with murder. I never got it right never.
0: Oh, I'm the worst. So. At it. I can't guess. I don't know. I, I, you know, the whole like funeral thing that we'll talk about, like the vision or whatever. I was like, I have, I'm, I have one brain cell and I cannot make it figure out what's happening. So I don't, I have no idea. Like I still want to see mr jones acting like max somehow or like having to impersonate max or something or you know some get getting some weird hijinks or something like make it make it worth it if you're gonna have a clone make it worth it
1: yeah i already sure. like him so much more than original max mm-hmm. like just the the, um, the final scene when they have the cage uh, around him and he's waking up again and he has that shirt so 70s and he's doing like this kind of like very campy pose i already like him so much more
0: oh the whole scene with um when they were, he was gonna shoot no who had the gun
1: max had the gun
0: max had the gun and then michael yeah. made the bullets exit or whatever and the look that jones gives michael mm-hmm. like it was so good he does evil so well mm-hmm. um he that sort of vibe so i would yeah, I, I don't want original well, flavor. I want new and improved.
2: Well, and we love a compelling villain in this house. Like how often did we sing Jesse's praises? Like as awful as he was, there's nothing wrong with having a bad guy that you want to see more of. I'd rather, and I, I agree, I'd rather see evil Max, you know, that we, we, it was kind of teased last season that we get evil Max mm-hmm. and then it never really panned out. And so I'm thinking this has to be, that but um
0: yeah and and i'm digging the woman that he was with i don't that was so cool like i i don't know i
1: like it listen i was so excited to see her because the actress was on black sales she was awesome she was amazing in it um she was a very she played a very small part but she was amazing amazing in it um so i can't wait to see more of her i'm also like really intrigued because I feel like this is going to be different than from what Max had with Jenna because it, it it does feel like he is still heartbroken over Liz, but you know, this time around he he was the one who didn't go after her after she specifically asked him to and she's still expecting him to we, we'll talk about it late. we'll talk about Liz later. but um so it was a conscious de- decision obviously like part of it is from. Him knowing that he's going to die, or thinking that he's going to die. Um, but I think it's really interesting that he's, you know, so um, decisive about going after this new um, woman, who I don't believe we know the name of yet. Did I don't tell think her so. Name. No, I don't okay. think so. Yeah, I'm
2: bad
0: at names anyway. and it's certainly not for a character we've only seen once. You know. Yeah, like, I
2: don't think we have
1: her name. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to be like this woman.
0: Right. <laughs> the other woman, The woman. Um, but it's also been a year max um, though. Right. It's also been a year. Liz is clearly at that point, you know, not coming back or, you know, whatever. So, I mean, it's kind of interesting to see him in whatever way that means sort of move on. If it's even, even though we can tell he hasn't moved on, if he's crying to yeah. recordings of her voice out in the desert, you're not over, but um, it, it's, yeah. you know, it's interesting to see him try, I guess uh Mm -hmm. it's interesting that we got to see both of them with other people yeah um the episode which man if I were an echo shipper right now I would not have loved all of that that's probably because Heath is a lot better anyway I feel Uh, like
2: as an echo shipper though like I think it's good to see them with other people I think it's going to further their characterization and then when they come back together I think it'll be as better people because at the end of season two, they were really toxic for each other.
0: They're, yeah. they're going to get that great reunion that I want from Alex, but whatever, it's fine. Um, So still on the topic of max, but moving on a little bit to talk about the pod squad. Cause I did love their, their scenes were really, really good. I liked the fun, the mindscape and the teasing and the, you know, Isabel telling another inappropriate sex joke to her brothers, which. I would rather die than ever do that with my brothers, but I'm glad that they're comfortable, whatever. Um, I loved, again, it's a little bit starting to show and not necessarily tell, but just how close they've gotten. You know, Mm -hmm. Max and Michael are obviously closer and and much more like comfortable with one another than they were in like season one
2: yeah,
0: and even season two. So that was a really good. I buy them as friends now. Right. like
2: maybe not even say buy but i buy them as friends like right. that scene did so much for for the feeling of of their connection that it, i mean it just it can't be overstated how important these kind of like small things are on the whole and i know we don't have a lot of time in 13 episodes for those kinds of scenes but it pushed the plot forward while still showing that these people are actually friends. These people mm-hmm. actually love each other and we don't get a lot of that. And it just, it did so much for me, for my feelings on them as like a, a unit.
0: Yeah. Well, and yeah. then the um sort of letting us know that they've spent a lot of time together, mm-hmm. you know, in a way that you can't, you can't have a time jump and then show every moment, obviously what would be the point of the time jump. But I like that it didn't take very long for us to, to see that they do these, this sort of training with, you know, against Mr. Jones a lot together and they work together. So, you know, I do like that. Um, we're filling in a little bit of that backstory without it being tedious. Um, but I also liked in the same exact episode where we had that light and funness and, you know, Max having a complete breakdown gun, that they got, they had a little argument and Michael was really mm-hmm. upset. And he was able to say what he wanted to say to the person he wanted to say it to. Yeah. which is very good for Michael. It's good for Max to hear it. And I, you know, it, I loved that scene. It was very emotional. And, and Michael admitting out loud, like I was happy.
1: Yeah. I think for, it was very important from both um, Isabel and, and Michael, that scene, um, because I think they both have kind of, uh, have, have had problems in the past to say things to not necessarily say things to max's face but um having them be accepted by max um and i think i've talked about it this, about about this before about the how the show frames uh, or framed in past seasons um what michael specifically said to max a lot of the time the things that he said to to max i personally agreed with michael uh, in those instances but the show a lot of the times, uh, made it clear that he was agreeing with Max, even if if what Max did was technically wrong. And I feel like this time around, um, they let both Michael and Isabel just show their emotions and have kind of Max accept them um, and and not feel threatened or like he had to be right. Um, So I feel like that shows like, Great character development for for Max since season. Like if we think from season one, um, he would never have accepted. It. Like he would have been like, no, but I did. I mean, he he did kind of was like oh, all heroic and stuff. But um, I feel like he kind of accepted um, the fact that he hurt Isabel and Michael with this. Um,
2: well, and there's been there's a difference now where Michael and Isabel are telling Max things. And I think that for the first time, Max is actually hearing them, you know, it is one thing to to say these things like they've they've confronted Max before, you know, I think about that scene at the truck when Isabel got lost in the desert or whatever. Yeah. And he didn't hear them then. And I got the sense that he is more open to listening to them now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Is great. You know, as somebody who who does not like Max, if you keep going this way, where Max is maybe like growing as a person, mm-hmm. I could learn to like him.
0: Yeah. Shut your mouth! <gasps> Shut your mouth! Who I actually are said you? that.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. We have to get this on, like, written on paper because um, nobody are might, in
2: the future, perhaps <laughs> like Max <laughs> Evans under these listed conditions.
0: I like it. Um, They would have to do a lot to get me to like, uh, again, I like him with other people Uh, again, like Mick said on his own, whatever, but it's a good balance for Isabel and Michael. They make a really good like trio together and it works really well, you know, and Liz deserves to have a man pining after her, of course. Mm -hmm. So if the season has to focus on Max, that's fine. I mean, I, if he's like this in every episode, I actually, it might not be painful to watch him the whole time. All right, so speaking of the other half of Echo, then uh, moving on to Liz, who I thought was, I don't know, not necessarily out of character, but damn, they really, with her ethics, Mm -hmm. like they are really going hard at this, like, Ethical dilemmas and sort of what Liz will and won't do, and the you know the manipulation she does, like the whole thing, you know, the, with with Heath and manipulation, and like manipulating him and his feelings for her, and there, you know, it's it's always good to have a well-rounded character, but there, woof. You can't tell
2: me that Liz is so stupid. Liz Orteco is so dumb as to think that her leaking her patent from her laptop at home wouldn't have any consequences and she wouldn't get caught. She's not that stupid. Like you sacrificed character as a part of her character for a plot point.
0: She's not that dumb. And I thought it was interesting that that made it seem like she was quite selfish in the fact that she didn't think about how this would affect Heath Mm -hmm. and his, and they've been working together for a year And she didn't know the thing about his mom and like what this research meant. And so then you start to wonder, like, did she really, I don't know, like try to get to know him or really, I don't know. It was a very weird moment where I was like, that is probably the most selfish thing Liz has has ever done or one of the top five most selfish things.
1: Yeah, because I will also think from his reaction and the fact that he helps her after that, like when he says, I don't mind you breaking the rules just break them better i would have i would think that if she had told him her plan he would have helped her because he does not look like the type of guy who just goes with whatever Generex or whatever the fuck they call that company um just you know has them has them do um and I think like from the ethical standpoint of just Liz working for that company, we knew that it was going to be like kind of towing the line uh, from last season because we we knew the, you know, general idea of what that company was um, from Diego. But uh, yeah, I was also surprised about the fact that she didn't think about the consequences, very obvious consequences. Also because like, from last season that company is is sponsoring her dad's citizenship so that's also a big plot point that wasn't mentioned um but yeah most of all i was really uncomfortable with her using Heath just because it was it was kyle he's so sweet right he's kyle right it's kyle yeah he's kyle literally um just a possible like version of of, it's season one kyle basically like he's an available version of kyle a version of
2: kyle that when she's already been confronted for playing kyle and using kyle yeah and she's just going to do the same thing again as if she didn't learn anything from all that and maybe she hasn't yeah but i just
0: it seems very out of character for liz like it's because Liz is 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 fierce and she's brilliant and she's all these things and she does sort of plow forward without really thinking because she thinks she leads a lot with her heart too um but I don't think of her as callous mm-hmm. or unfeeling which is sort of the whole her and he thing really kind of comes across as a little bit like uncaring or more like femme fatale um, you know things like that and it's like that's not the Liz that I I don't know that you that so far has been introduced
1: yeah well I don't usually think of her as malicious in what she does you know like I don't think she's cruel but that was yeah you, that was pretty cruel, like <laughs> what she did into the, the elevator so and I, I I don't see a lot of like interviews
2: and quotes and stuff because I am kind of distance from fandom at this point, I did see an interview, a lot, a quote from an interview with, with Janine, where she talked about how, how unselfish Liz is. And I, and I would agree with that on the whole, but, but this is extremely selfish. Yeah. And, and you can't tell me that it's not, so you can't sit there and say, oh, Liz is, Liz is unselfish and, and she does things, you know, for the greater good or whatever. This was a really selfish thing because not only did she potentially ruin her career and ruin her research she she did the same thing to Heath without his consent without him without his knowledge and she doesn't really apologize
1: Mm -mm. she just kind of gets him
0: to help her fix it yeah well and what's so funny about sort of being this rather selfish act especially with heath and you know um the self-sabotage the irony is she's doing this for a very unselfish reason for Maria yeah so that's where it's like it's she's the most one of that's why she's the most interesting character she's doing both I mean in constantly and I, I kudos I guess for for making me make giving Liz in even like another dimension to her which is you know always needed
1: yeah I was gonna say that that she she does she does do um you know generous or unselfish stuff and um that was one of the parts that i liked the most about it being very clear that she's working on this thing because she wants to save marianne and wants to help maria because i remember last season i was kind of like well all of this and she uses on staff um what i what and she has her best friend losing her was was
0: Steph like the weird guinea pig it was like the weird yeah um
1: so yeah that's that's a detail that I liked and I hope that will be more of the focus and that they will be able to like I'm sure this will have consequences um either way even if they were successful in hiding their 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 stuff but
0: um yeah um and I love that um so Frank Churchill says relax on Tumblr brought it up and you know we've already sort of talked about it how Heath is he is just kyle Good. he's very attractive scientist whatever the similar sense of humor it was just like i like him don't get me wrong and the actor yeah. is fine but mm-hmm. like we already have a kyle so yeah. is kyle leaving like what's happening like i don't you're I mean, one can him. only
2: assume that like when liz inevitably leaves la and comes back to roswell that Heath is going to be like okay bye um which would be unfortunate because, like I'm going to say, he is really hot. They did have good chemistry,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um, like I liked their scenes together when it wasn't Liz being kind of terrible. Um, and also, uh, on a purely selfish note, Liz looked really hot oh, in, yeah. <laughs> in that, oh, that, that scene
0: and the <laughs> lipstick. <laughs>
2: My heart that would raise
0: too, Heath. <laughs> that, like, purple, like, all that, that look. Her look in this episode was, um, she just, it was amazing. Her makeup was on point. Everything looked really good. So I don't blame you, Heath. Um, I don't know that I would sleep with someone who clearly just, like, um, emotionally manipulated me in an elevator. But also, yeah, look at her. He's, so I get it. I mean, yeah. um Kyle, they let him out of you know out of the corner. They let him talk to people. He let him out of the hospital. Yeah, you saw him interact with how many different people? What three, four? What? It's I mean the scene with Liz and the founding member of the Liz, you know the team Liz, which is an amazing line. The Weirdly emotional scene with Isabel that I really really liked. Um, yeah. Of course, I'm always a big fan of Max and Kyle scenes. Um. And then who, did he? Who else? Oh, and then Alex. Yeah. And Maria. Yeah. And Maria. Maria holy shit!
1: All of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I didn't even really if all we, of them. Pretty if I much get a scene with Michael, I'll die an epic person. That's it. I just want to see what kind of Michael. <laughs>
0: that's what I mean when I say it feels like this episode undid all of season two mm-hmm. because I mean it, Kyle completely different character mm-hmm. Steph is gone with one sentence <laughs> Kyle is outside in the world talking to people um and uh, not so one I mean, of them
2: no we didn't suspect not one of them to be a
0: ghost yeah. no right exactly um, so I think he was really kind of the star of episode one, I think. I mean, in yeah. terms of getting to to see more of him than we have in the entirety of season two combined, I'm
1: pretty sure. So. Yeah, I mean, that was, that I put down in my notes, I feel, I feel like for uh, both for him and Maria, because I think like uh, episode one for both of them, it was kind of very important for both of them. Like I I see them as kind of the pillars of, of episode one um and it just literally feel like either Karina if she wrote the entire episode or the writers in general were like well season two didn't go so well for these characters we have to make up for that so they literally just had them interact with everyone um which I really liked and I like this stuff is not it I'm, I'm really sorry for like the actress I, I she wasn't she was great but um Oh, she did great with what she was
2: given
0: yeah, if your I mean, character yeah. can be written out with just a line and doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be on screen and it affects no one it affects nothing it does n- nothing yeah then it's okay <laughs> it's okay yeah. to say like it's 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 probably good best that she's gone
1: yeah i'm sure part of it is is uh, because of covid and not right um being able to have all the actors there but i think it makes sense you know i think we we'll, we're going to be able to focus on on Kyle a lot more and on the Kyle and the relationships he, he has with our characters um that were already established and we we missed so much from season 1 and oof, the Kyle's scene was so good so good so good
0: just like a whole a whole ass little friend date Like, it was just great. Uh, You know, we learned a lot about both of them. Mm -hmm. I think, Mick, was it you that said in your notes, I hadn't even thought about this, but when Kyle was talking about taking a promotion or whatever, you were like wondering if that was a way that he's going to leave the show. And I swear Mm -hmm. to God, I can't. Um,
1: Yeah, what I would think, because I think we're going to get into, you know, who might be dead or might die or might be suspected dead later. But um, if I was writing the show and I was gonna kill a main character and I was gonna have it make, um, make sense with what I wrote during the season, I would think that the character um, mentioning that he's gonna leave is gonna make sense to be the one who dies. So Kyle is the top guys at the top of my list right now for the one that is dead. But I have, I literally have no idea. I, I do not want Kyle to be dead. It just makes sense to me right now. Um, Do you think, wait, so do you think someone's actually dead or? I don't know. I go back and forth with that. because Alex did
0: not seem upset at the funeral. He's like,
1: no, no. So I, you know, there were people, well, we're going to talk about it now. I don't care. Um, there were people on twitter right after the episode saying that because i think the uh roswell twitter asked if you know who people think that was that and um some people were saying michael i was like it's not gonna be michael like obviously it's not like before the season started i was like they cannot do max too many times they could not do rosa she's already been resurrected obviously they cannot do liz they can very well do Michael or Alex because this fandom is going to riot. Can they do Isabel? No, right now, because she's in the scene. They cannot do Maria because she doesn't want to have in the visions. Between the mains, who's that going to leave out? Kyle. That's what makes sense to me right now. <laughs> and he's not in the vision. So um Michael and Kyle are the ones that I'll make sense so to sad. me right now. But um I would think, like my theory right now is that because of what Alex says, um, that it's Noah all over again, they're covering up a murder. I would think that the funeral is a fake funeral. Well, not a fake funeral, but like what they did with Noah that it was actually a funeral for Max. Um, Just the other way around basically, that they fake that someone is dead and it's actually the one who killed whoever is gonna get killed. I think someone well, I think is going to a- get killed, but not a main. if that makes sense. Right, right. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, my theory is that it's Mr. Jones and mm-hmm. that the town is going to think it's Max. But Max is in the vision. Is he?
0: Yeah. I like- watch the episode. So I'm an before. idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot and did the same thing because I went... So when Mick said, oh it's not it's not michael he, we, uh, he he can't be the one that dies i was like what the fuck are you talking about it's max and i rewatched it i completely missed max oh. talking in the vision
1: they like we says, just we just
0: blocked max out <laughs> yeah so i just didn't even because it was the very end of the episode i don't know what was going on but maria had just been attacked or whatever and it just everything was getting in the Wyatt stuff everything was crazy so i missed the fact that max is in the vision so it's not max mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Because at the end she's like, it's
2: not Max or whatever. Right. Okay, yeah, it could yeah, still I, be Mr. Jones though. They could, could yeah, murder yeah, yeah. Mr.
0: Jones. To save Max or something. Whatever. I don't know. Ugh. It's we're never gonna, we're never gonna be right. It's fine.
1: <laughs> anyway, <a bit> <laughs> Kyle.
0: <laughs> um all right. So uh anything else about Kyle before we move on to Maria.
1: Yeah, about the um, you know, he had scenes with different uh and uh, we, we mentioned um the scene with Isabel which I thought was really lovely. And I the, the one thing that I thought was really lovely is that someone finally thanked him, which I don't think happened once last season. <laughs> what Liz, Giran, and I did with duct tape and bubble gum still needed Rosa sign a small miracle to get Evans upright. If I thought there was an answer, I'd personally drive Liz back here.
0: This is the part where you pour me more tequila and tell me there isn't. Okay, just don't
1: give me any cheesy pamphlets to read. I keep hoping Alex would pop in with some alien glass piece that holds a medical textbook on you. But there is no you to study. Worse, there's nobody from your planet to ask about how you work.
2: How much time does he have? In my case study of one, not long. Thank you for caring.
1: Do no harm is right on that door.
2: We all know you do far more than that.
1: Nope. Um, not, in a, not, not in a serious way, at least. I know Liz thanks him all the time, but it's it's kind of very much played as a joke. Um, so I really appreciated that scene. And I think they have a lot of chemistry and I, I would not be mad at an isabel kyle thing in the future i do want isabel to be with a woman this season but so w- w-
0: i didn't there wasn't i don't know why i have nothing where i don't really think we talk about isabel a whole lot because there's not really a whole lot to say but yeah. i do hope that her being in a relationship with a woman is not reduced to what we saw in episode one where all she did oh, was yeah, talk totally. about it yeah we're all yeah. she had to sort of talk about it make a sex joke and then, you know, we never like saw a passing anything else.
2: mention of Blair. Like also, be more than how, how do you
0: date someone for a year, even casually, and yet your brother has to ask you if you're still dating? You know what I mean? Like a whole
1: year. I would think it would be fuck buddies, like kind of not dating. You know, you know, I just
0: I think that's weird though. I knowing Isabel, there's no way she. I don't know. I feel like she would keep them very much up to date about what's going on. It well, was yeah, just so weird but when he asked, I was like, they're a year into this. I don't know. Very strange. Yeah, and to but- not
2: mention her by name, to be like, are you still sleeping with that bartender from Planet Seven? Like, you can't tell me that, Lu- that Is- I mean, Isabel wouldn't have messed around with someone for a year and Michael and Max never even met her in passing. Or I mean, not If you name. think
1: about what they did with Alex and Forrest, it's the same <sighs> oh. thing. Oh, <laughs> I know, but
0: it's just very, it was very strange. I don't, i don't, you know, what people know and what people don't know is always confusing on this show. Yeah. This episode, there were a few times where I was like, Michael, why do you not know Horace <laughs> is going to be there? Why bit. do you not know Isabel's girlfriend or fuck buddy's name or whatever? It was very strange, but anyway. So... So Maria, who I think got more screen time in this episode than she's ever gotten before. (laughs) Pretty sure. I think we could say that.
1: That's so sad.
0: I want to start off by saying that Maria and Greg are the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't care. I know the bitter people out there that are like, how could you with Alex's?" I don't care. They're cute. And I love them. What I think is so cute about them is that he seems so into her like no. so into her and there was just the stupid teddy bear and this sweet It was just it was just sweet and the whole like trying to impress her with the car thing and like drive you know whatever and I'm like what year is it but it's very 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 sweet so I like that I like them as a ship they clearly have feelings for one another it looks like they've been, this has been going on the whole year. Like, or was like building to this, mm-hmm. this sort of, uns- I don't know if they're really together. It's just sort of like an unspoken thing. That sort of longing look that Greg gave her in the car was really sweet. Um, I do think it's weird that Maria sounded so bitter about Michael in the car,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which felt out of place and unnecessary because one, she's the one that broke up with Michael. Two, she's, In this car, this guy that she's clearly into that is clearly into her, and she all of a sudden gets really, really bitter about Michael and like it starts talking. I'm like, Why are you talking? You have a hot ass man next to you in a car who's trying to impress you. Why are you talking about
1: Michael, especially like that? It was very strange. Yeah, the whole thing was strange. I don't, I have, did they talk about drag race? You're talking about Um, racing cars. Oh, drag racing. Literally, I thought they were talking about drag drag queens. No,
0: and I, was, drag I, was, racing I very. Confused. Oh my god! No, I was I'm like, listen,
1: about listen, 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 listen. What the? Fuck? I would think that we would know if Michael had never done drag. Oh my god! Well, thank you for enlightening me. Yeah, not RuPaul.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's why Greg. Um, like sped up the car and did that little spin or whatever. So it okay, that right. makes
1: more sense now. It does, yeah. doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, so that anyway, that whole thing. Don't know why Michael was brought up. That was that was the only moment where I was like, mm, that doesn't really need mm-hmm. to be there. Whatever. Uh the the scene was weird, a little bit strange, but I liked it. Yeah. I, would think, I you
1: know yeah, I think it was a kind it was a little awkward. I think it was a little too awkward after a year supposed to have passed. Um I I get it. I didn't really like I didn't really understand why he doesn't want her to touch him. I would think that after a year, if she's comfortable enough to tease him about Alex, um, if she's that comfortable, then why? He then is, you know, replies in the way that he does. um So it was, it was kind of weird. I think, I, I think it's not the only part of the episode where he feels like it should have been less than a year that has passed, and in others it should have been more than a year. Like it, the the timeline, as always, makes no sense to me. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, and a year just throws
0: like a kind of a wrench in the whole thing because. Yeah. so far nothing feels different than the normal timeline yet a mm-hmm. year is supposed to you know go by it does make it less enraging when something is is, sh- is told and not shown because then you can just chalk it up to the the time jump so that yeah. that helped with my rage a lot about a lot of things because I was like okay well you know we can't show everything from that year yeah. um so yeah there you one would think after a year because I don't know how long they dated in season two, I don't know. I don't Year-ish. really know the time. I think it was supposed to be about a year. Yeah, was it? See, wow. how in the world do you know that? Um, you would think not that you have to be over it by this time by any means. You could still have lingering feel, but if and you they clearly interact enough mm-hmm. and on a level where they seem to be really comfortable, so you would think after a year. I don't know. It just that was yeah. that was weird. I don't know why he pulled his hand back. That that's probably the strangest part, and why she was bitter about him in the car. But. And yeah, she did maybe. make a
2: comment when he showed up that she hadn't seen him and he had been in in a long time or whatever. Mm-hmm. So maybe they you know see each other passing through town, but they haven't really interacted. In which case, like a year, that's a good amount of time to kind of move on. Like mm-hmm. it was awkward. I think the scene was meant to be awkward. Yeah, I think it was a little more awkward than they meant it to be. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm just happy that it seems like we may be getting back to this kind of like friendly, bantery, my Luca that I love. That's what so I want.
0: Yes. Right. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm hoping that we can get True. there in a way that's fun and not awkward. You know, let's yeah. let's, let's mm-hmm. make it fun. Um, all right. So speaking of Maria's visions, I'm confused by them, but I like, but in a good way. It's it, They're very strange. I think, Mick, you're the one that it might be like adrenaline- Mm -hmm. like it might they might be um induced that's not the word i'm looking for anyway triggered by adrenaline um which i like i like that idea um because they do sort of come at the weirdest times you know after getting attacked and then after doing the the drag racing so you know these are very like high higher adrenaline moments so maybe um i'm also wondering how accurate the visions are supposed to be is it supposed to be more of a vague thing are they they spot on I don't know yeah well I mean a lot of
2: times like in shows with visions and and you know whatever um like you see the vision and then you kind of influence it and so it's not it ends up not being exactly what you saw and so I wonder if maybe that's what they're going to do you know she's going to continue to see visions of the funeral specifically you know and then get a little bit here a little bit there but then this person's missing and then you know like she and she keeps trying to influence what happens. I think that would be really interesting to see her kind of like try to like take the reins and control everyone's destiny. Um yeah. being related to Isabel, I feel like that could be in the same vein because they're both mm-hmm. you know use their powers to kind of c- control and influence stuff. Um but I really like the visions. I feel like it's gonna be something that's finally going to give Maria her own story which I've been waiting two seasons for so
0: exactly um also so who attacked Maria how how, who who are these people I would think deep sky but that's what I thought maybe my first thought was deep
2: sky or Wyatt and his guys well yeah but I I don't know if Wyatt would have a reason at this point but those were my first two guesses was deep sky or Wyatt well
0: Wyatt was knocked out right was that before
1: yeah well yeah oh uh, that's right Flint uh, mains. I think considering how focused on deep sky the, the episode was I would think and the, the clues that we got in the past I would think that that's who um Flint mains I don't know I I have no idea if Flint is gonna be in this season so um I don't know uh but he has a connection with deep sky I think possibly yeah. I, I yeah I would assume if we get
2: I would assume that. if we get Flint in season 3 that it's going to be deep sky related because like okay, yeah. so Jesse's gone so he needs somebody to take orders from yeah. one would assume it's going to be deep sky yeah yeah but
1: uh yeah i i have no idea. i would assume deep sky just because of you know how how relevant it was in the episode um i do like about the the, the visions i do like that because they seem to be adrenaline triggered that uh, and the the scene that she had with um with Kyle where she uh, goes to get checked up i would think that um she did not necessarily in the year that has passed she did not necessarily seem to you know try to have the divisions like she did like in, in in the past season she was kind of you know really trying to understand what was going on with her and and so she kind of really went and, and looked for those opportunities to have the visions and that um at least for episode one it it did not look like that what she was trying to do um they just happened in these moments i would think like that, twilight yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would think that um it, uh, she will try to get more of this um visions to figure out what what is going on and i think they already teased that she will do it um and it will be interesting if it is adrenaline triggered it will be interesting to see how far she goes to get those visions. Um, And hopefully we'll give her uh, a good, you know, a good storyline for for the season.
0: There's really no good place to work in, Rosa. Um, Just because, uh, you know, so we can talk a little bit about Rosa before we end on Alex and... Malik's and Forrest and all of that. So um, mm-hmm. I, I'm confused by Wyatt. I'm confused by what they want to do with this person, with this terrible character who is not redeemable. I mean, I, my assumption is, or what I fear is that now that he's attacked Rosa and she's injected him, that he's going to have memory loss and they're going to fall in love. That's my worst nightmare.
2: Oh, Yeah. The la- like, if they redeem a character like Wyatt via Rosa, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it.
1: Also, again, as we've said countless time, times before, with Rosa and having whatever love interest, she's, I don't care legally how old she is, she's 19. She's 19. She's mentally 19. She's physically 19 just on paper she's 31 or 30 or whatever so that's part of a problem but also I, I I don't know I would you know with how they framed it I would think that's the way that they're gonna go and I hate it but the butyrical does not like erase his old memory like he, he only erases like a very small like at least from what we know from Jenna last season, he doesn't really erase that much. He raises uh, um, a small frame. Unless they change what it does. I mean, they could Unless they change what it does or maybe the dosage, you know, of, of, um, of it. And she kind of injected him with a whole syringe of it. <laughs> but um, I don't know. So I, I would think that he would only forget about attacking her and, and seeing her at therapy. Um but then again, that would mean that she would have to try and evade him every chance she gets. So I I don't I really don't know. I don't I do not like the plot at all. I do not want to spend time on Wyatt. Um, well,
0: here's where this is why I'm confused. like who sat in the writer's room if that's where they're going and, and we could be wrong and I hope we are. I hope I hope in a few weeks we're like, why the fuck did we think it was going to be romantic? but who is in the writer's room going, let's take this woman girl essentially who is just now you know resurrected is a 19 year old mind technically 31 this really weird age thing and let's give her severe addiction and mental health issues and then but let's make her the conduit through which we redeem a racist like who said that was okay and who thought that that was why it is not a jesse main or a flint mains right mm-hmm. like he's not you don't see any path forward to making him a good person or or working mm-hmm. on it he said even more vile things today also i cannot shout out to i think i think it was frank churchill says relax on tumblr again who said so how long has wyatt been in love in love with rosa and i was like what are you talking about he goes she said um he was says he knew everything about rosa i know you rosa
2: I know you anywhere. The way you draw on your canvas shoes, third eye blind on the jukebox, your damn
1: necklace.
0: Her quirks, everything that she does, and he would recognize her anywhere. And they were like, How many people can you say that about? Like, how many people did you pay att- that much attention to in high school to know all the quirks that they do, and the things they draw on, and what they do? Mm-hmm. And
2: well, and who's so. to say that Wyatt it was the way he is? in high school. And so that makes me wonder if we are going to get this Butyric call storyline where he gets wiped to the point where, where he was back in high school and he's a different person. And well, then kinda, all of a sudden we've erased every, th- every horrible thing that he's done over the last 10 years.
1: Well, they kind of pointed to that direction in, um, in season two because when Rosa is first back and she doesn't know about um, how the aliens covered up um, the murder, um, and she doesn't really get, you know, she, uh, she sees the video about Wyatt and she, she says he, he wasn't like that in high school, um, and, you know, what happened to his sister made him this way, whatever, 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 it does not erase 10 years of active racist, um, acts towards, you know, the Ortecos and, probably everyone else in the town um so yeah i would not see i I, listen it's fine if you want to try and redeem it or change his mind i you know you can try and do that but do not do that throughout a romantic storyline with rosa that's it
0: exactly and no matter really what they try to sell me on what why it was like in high school you don't become a violent terrible racist without that being a part of you Mm -hmm. you're forever I just I just don't believe that it blooms out of nowhere like if he if he could get to the point where he even in grief and even in loss and he went straight for oh of course you know Rosa killed my sister because she's an illegal Mexican or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. it is he says if you can get to that jump then that was always inside of you and that was always a thought that you had and now you're just you're just vocalizing it yeah um okay anything else about rosa which also turned into mostly wyatt but
1: um no just that i like that she's still going to therapy and um, (laughs) keep trying to be healthy and and sober i I know and i wonder
0: i i I hope that's something that continues um, throughout the you know throughout the season because I don't know how much therapy you need to deal with her issues and the resurrection and all that, but I feel like it's a lot. I feel like it's many, many years of intense therapy. So
1: I also want her, like, I do not want, um, let's see if I can make this make sense. I do not want uh, for uh, other characters to get the screen time that they didn't get last season and the relationships that they didn't get last season, just to have, characters that did have those that screen time and relationship last season to not have them this season if that makes sense i want to balance so (laughs) exactly so I, i do want rosa to still have the relationships and um scenes that she had with she didn't have a lot of of you know interactions with a lot of characters last season i would like to see her with Maria. i would like to see her with um, you know with Isabel a little more um, obviously continue to see her with uh, with Liz Um, I do not want her to be just her and Wyatt well yeah I don't want her to become the
0: Kyle of last season and it'd be a Kyle and Steph situation all over again that would be terrible all right so let's talk about Alex and forest, And I would like to, one quote in here and, and mix notes that I'm going to read. Amanda is always right. And that's my <laughs> whole analysis. Yes. That's it. That's it. That's all we need to say. They looked like twinsies. <laughs> he was in the episode for 45 seconds to make really weird sex jokes. Both of them. Um, and then He fucking left in this like weirdly dramatic scene that looked like it was a, like a Folgers commercial, like tears and like all this, like, you know, like music. I'm like, he was on the show for 10 minutes total the whole time. For for somebody that they said
2: is not Alex's boyfriend. They're not in a relationship. They
0: They said in a year in a year they had okay. not made it exclusive which is fine okay. totally fine but it was the and to think i was going to ask you to be exclusive line for me because like what or what year is it exclusive 1958 called and they want that fucking term back because i've never heard a human being ever ever say that But also, second of all, I don't know. It felt like it was just supposed to be like a dig or like a jab at Forest or something. Because I'm like, if you wanted to be exclusive, I don't know. Why would you bring it up now? I don't know. It was very strange. But It's been a year. If you've been like long distance, whatever, for a year,
2: and you haven't made some kind of commitment of some kind,
0: like, dude, you're getting played. Like... A year. I don't, under, I mean, I know it's Alex and he has the emotional like capacity of a teaspoon sometimes, but which same. Um, I, it's just, and I, so I know that he goes a little bit slower. This was a big deal for him might possibly have been his first actual relationship as an adult. So I don't expect him to rush into it, but it's just it, a whole year and they don't even, they're not even exclusive.
1: Does that mean that they were fucking other people? I just don't see that happening. Well, here's what didn't make sense to me, right? Um, so Alex was supposedly around, the, going around the country, uh, making stuff right with Project Shepherd for the whole year from what we know. So they were long distance, I would think. Or maybe he came back every once in a while to Roswell and they fucked and then he went away. another And I have no idea. But they tell us they were not exclusive, right? That's what we get from that line. But then again, there's this very, like you mentioned, that this very emotional breakup scene, and then, and this very emotional reunion in some way. Like, why are they so emotional about re, re reuniting if they were long distance fuck buddies slash friends slash? What is going on here? And also, I am, um, you know, I it's not, not because I I necessarily wanted this particular relationship to last the whole season or whatever, but um, from having the time jump, I do think um, we will miss this kind of character development of Alex having that relationship because... Agreed. I I mentioned it uh, last, I think in one of the recaps last season that Michael got to have that character development when it comes to romantic relationships because he, he was with Maria for a full season a year whatever a few months and now supposedly alex was with a person for all years but it wasn't it wasn't on the same level at all so and we didn't get to see it and we didn't get to see so how much character development can we really expect from that relationship and can we expect that to um help with the character development that we need from Alex to get to possibly a good relationship from, from Alex. Now, I th- I also think that Alex did a lot of work himself um, to kind of grow and to have a good relationship with Michael in that sense. But I still think that the experience of having, you know, different kind of romantic relationships, um, he didn't really get, we didn't get to see it at least. Um, I think the
2: forest is going to come back towards the end of the season in Mm. a deep sky capacity. Mm. I don't think we've seen the last of him. And I think that that'll be maybe like the resolution of, of him and Alex, which I think is unnecessary. I think we have resolution and closure for something that wasn't apparently like even really a thing. Um, But I I don't think we've seen the last of him. I think that this will continue attending. And I, I hope that at the very least it pushes Alex's character
0: forward. Yeah. And it's also probably a sense of betrayal by Forrest
1: mm-hmm. because he's in Deep Sky, right? Yeah. He, he is, but he is he doesn't want to be anymore. That's why I understood. Listen, I did not understand a single thing about Deep Sky in this episode. I did not understand their scene until Alex talked to Kyle because the first time that, they, that I saw it, the Alex and Forrest scene about Deep Sky when they were kind of Forrest was catching Alex up. Um, I thought that going with Forrest and going into Alex going into Deep Sky was the same thing. Like I, I thought Forrest was leaving to still do to still be in Deep Sky. And so Alex went with him and got into Deep Sky as a consequence. And they were two, two completely separate options. I didn't get that. I didn't either. I even was explaining to
0: Anans on Tumblr, like, what happened? I'm like, oh, this happened. And then people were commenting "Going, that's not what, what? <laughs> that's not what happened. I was like, wait, it's not. And then when I rewatched, I was like, oh, he's going on a fucking book tour. I didn't even, yeah. I don't even, um, but I, I, it took me forever to realize that that was what was going on. So I guess he's staying behind so that he can be recruited by Deep Sky. Exactly then hey. it's just weird to even have for I mean, what what made them go back on the whole deep sky forest thing is it because i it think that makes it, plan, it makes no sense because the plan i mean sense. was always to make him like evil we saw the ring last season we're not dumb and so i don't know if it was you know they had to explain that away and they needed to give any reason to for him to leave i don't know i don't know why I go what why they needed to go back on it
1: or yeah, they sort of what, made
0: him in deep sky but he's not evil. i don't know
1: Yeah, I would think that's kind of, I think that's where they wanted to go with him having no real, you know, knowledge of Deep Sky. I think it's very like low level of clearance. And he says that he's like, I'm an archivist or whatever. Um, So I don't think he's evil level. Like, I don't think he's Jesse level of evil. Um, I think they were trying to make it clear that he wasn't a plant. Yeah.
0: Right. Now, let's talk about ma- the, the quote-unquote Malik scene. Look, look, I, um Vlamis is a pretty crier
2: and I loved sad, slightly jealous Michael and I'm not going to feel bad about it because that's my jam. I love that he was like pining from afar. Um,
0: he floofed his fucking hair.
1: Oh, I, I literally, <laughs> the literally baby. It was 7 a.m. And I was watching this fucking scene and I went out loud to myself. Oh, honey, what are you doing? Because, what? listen, it was so sweet. And I, I honestly, like, I felt for him. But also, who knows what in this fucking town? Literally, after a year i would think that if he knows that alex is coming back now he might have talked to maria or someone else but if he or kyle or whatever if he knows that alex is coming back i would think that he and alex at least texted every once in a while right and he didn't know about Forrest. he literally in the finale left because he knew that Forrest was there and there was a connection that he made up there was a connection between them and so so it was like what are you crying about if you're we're literally the one who left for them to have the fucking idiotic kiss in the finale I think it's one of those maybe he
0: he knew logically he had to leave last season to give them a chance there's a difference between knowing that and then seeing that maybe i well i understand but that. also well, talk to fucking alex stop talking to maria and isabel literally. and max go fucking talk to alex yeah show alex that you're excited to see alex like yeah Everyone else is, you know, thinks is teasing you, and you clearly talked about it enough. Then talk to fucking Alex, and maybe, maybe that's what he was he trying to... to do. Maybe that's what he was no! trying to do. Talk to Alex in this whole year. I mean, like, what? Um... It's just, I, and you're right. <laughs> maybe that's what he was going to do. But if he knew what time Alex got in, and on what bus, and where he was going, how would you not know? Forrest is still in the picture unless again if we're gonna make up dramatic backstories i would imagine alex maybe alex just never maybe they did talk and alex just downplayed Forrest's involvement in
1: his life oh I yeah no i idea. mean considering how alex plays his relationship with Forrest and be like well I was, I was gonna ask you to be exclusive whatever whatever um maybe alex just did not bring it up but From last season, Michael knew that there was a connection there. So I have no idea. Like, I would think from how Maria and Isabel tease Michael and the hope that he has, and we see that he has, that he at least, at the very least, texted with Alex throughout this year. Because otherwise, it's been a year. How do you have that hope if you never talked in a year? Now, I know you are cosmic and whatever, 10 years, whatever, whatever. But, listen, you still have to, like, nurture that relationship. Like, it doesn't make sense otherwise. Again, timeline doesn't make sense. Do we know
2: that Alex never returned to Roswell that whole year?
1: No, we don't. That's the point.
0: <laughs> the timeline doesn't so, make sense. I, I think the assumption is that he had returned at some point because did he... Infor- There's no way... he So, he and Forrest can't be not together, but also fuck buddies if he's never coming back into town you know what i mean it's not Mm -hmm. like they were dating were they just talking for a year right Mm -hmm. that doesn't seem right so i would imagine that he's at least been home sometimes or you know all i know is that it's kind of it's definitely michael's fault that he's standing on a street corner crying it's it is um and he he this is what he wanted you know but also you're gonna tell me that Michael wouldn't like kind of make a scene right then come on yeah no but it's it was a good scene I I am sad that we're the Malik scenes are going to be probably few and far between I think or fewer than they were last season given the episodes that Tyler's gone for so
1: yeah
0: that's gonna have to feed us for a few weeks I think do we know what episodes Tyler's gone for
1: two two five and eight well, they're pretty oh spread out. That, that's, that's pretty spread out considering last season he was, they, they were more, much more concentrated, the ones that he wasn't in. Um, I think that makes sense. Like, well, episode two, him already not being there is kind of early, but that will make sense if he's trying to get, you know. I would
0: rather you be Gipsky. missing the beginning part of the season than the end. Mm-hmm. all right so we a couple of um questions that we got on tumblr which were very general you know very general but um what was your favorite part of the episode
1: Kyle kind of listen huh oh the Kyle kind of listen. listen yeah
0: very sweet i the founding member of team liz is always going to be the sweetest thing anyone could ever say that's very sweet
1: yeah i what I particularly loved about it and I think it's something that we always get when we get Kyle in the scene is just how well they know each other and just rely on each other and just the, the things that Kyle says says to her, particularly when it comes to Max and Max not coming after her and, and all of that I think he knows her so well and also knows how to uh, tell her, you know, hard truths um and have her accept them and help her accept them um in a way that's very sweet um so yeah that was my favorite part how
2: about yours sarah I, i too i have a favorite scene and i have a favorite line sorry don't shake your head at me amanda um i really loved the pod squad scene mm-hmm. at the pony um that's i thought I that it, i thought it was it, it just, it showed so much about their relationship and how it's evolved over the last year. And we have asked time and time again over the last, what, how long have we been doing this podcast? Two years. We've asked how many times for, for show us, don't tell us. Mm-hmm. And this, it, they finally like showed us their, re, like their relationship and how it's changed and how they really seem like friends and family. And mm-hmm. so I love that. Um, even with Isabel's awkward sex joke. Um, so, but I, as much as I didn't, I wasn't crazy about the the Rosa and Wyatt of it all. My favorite line in the whole episode was Rosa telling Wyatt, I'm her ghost, boo. <laughs> that was it was so Rosa, and I don't know, it just it cracked me up. so I really liked that.
0: I would say that mine, yeah, I would definitely agree about the pod squad stuff. uh, both the happy scene and the dramatic one they had later, that sort of mm-hmm. conversation I really thought think that showed um, really well a well-roundedness yeah but somebody on tumblr did all they all they said was like basically like alien powers i don't really know what that what they wanted but
1: well i think that's that the scene that we were talking about um with the pods that they kind of show that they're working on their powers and i think it into to that that we, we you know isabel was working on new powers last season i think it's into that that michael and Max are working on new powers this season with, you know, the mind, mindscape and stuff. Um, so I'm really excited to see that. I think they teased it in at the panel that they did um, for Comic-Con. So I'm really excited about that. I like
2: that that they've kind of evolved their powers and they've gained these new abilities mm-hmm. and we didn't have to trudge through a lot of them learning how to do it. You know, mm-hmm. now that we've skipped a year, um, that they... They just kind of have these abilities and yeah, they're still developing them, but they're not like struggling out in the desert to lift, you know, a rock in the air, you know, Yoda style. So,
0: and I just, it, it's always, it's easy to forget the sci-fi part of the show because we're so focused on relationships and characters and all that. But sometimes it's just really nice to see the really cheesy alien stuff, like a, colors are always really pretty it's very interesting so i i always like that and i hope i want there to be more of it but this this is a good start all right well then that is the conclusion of our first recap episode we will try to have the episodes out you know it'll probably be two like every saturday we'll record on saturday and then have the episode ready hopefully by the next saturday or we'll find a timeline that works but we'll see you soon Bye. bye guys